Hi, this is the first of five, a series of five podcasts about me re- narrating my story on what pad that I wrote called um, the Red Bubbly Formula of Doom. So let's begin. The hospital room was so quiet you could hear a pin drop. There were shocked faces all around the room until suddenly there was a loud piercing cry coming from a newborn baby. It was the 22nd of July, 1730, and a new baby was born. His name was Deseda Dallin. He was a small, healthy baby with soft brown hair and bright green eyes. Deseda was born an only child into a wealthy family. His mum was mostly a stay-at-home mum, but occasionally did a few extra jobs for her husband's work, and his father worked as a super-secret scientist. That sounds like the perfect life. Well, it was, until one day his father worked was at work as a super-secret scientist, working with hundreds of other middle-aged men, all with dark brown hair and a nicely shaved beard. They worked on secret formulas that nobody else could know about. That same night, Deseda's father came home with a new bubbly red formula he'd been working on recently. Deseda, as a young, innocent child, thought it was a soft drink provide, so decided to take a big sip, which resulted in his dad being fired from his extraordinary job as the formula had cost him millions and it also resulted in him becoming immortal which meant that he wouldn't be able to die just like something like the fairy tales so that's the end of the first podcast so come back okay this is the second podcast guys so we were up to where something off the fairy tale they didn't believe it was true at first but soon realized it was indeed true the only way he could become unimmortal again was if he drank another potion but the other scientists refused to supply it to him when his parents found this out they decided not to tell anyone else because they didn't want their little son to be taken off to different labs all around the world and be tested for the rest of his life although they were broke at the time as father had lost his extremely high paid job they tried to keep their life as stable as possible, but no matter how hard they tried, they couldn't manage to pay their bills in such a big house. So they moved into a very small cottage. Well, at least that's what they like to call it. They lived there for quite a few years, and then they made a sad but critical decision to abandon him. He didn't chase after them. He didn't even want to see them at that time, because he knew deep inside that he would never be able to forgive them for what they had done. So that's the end of podcast two, guys. Come back for the guys. Welcome to podcast three. So the last one was after, because he knew deep inside that he would never forgive them for what they had done. So he stayed in the cottage by himself for about 124 years. He was homeless and had no job and no energy to do anything, so he gained a lot of weight, as he could only afford to eat the cheapest fat-filled food and grubs all over the ground. But after a few more years passed, he decided that he wanted to find a job, but wasn't sure what he would answer when they asked him his age. But he put that to the side and got on with it. He was, he was sure he would never find one. There's no girl who would ever want to date him. But as soon as he got out into the world, he spied a young lady dancing in the streets. She had long, luscious, glowing blonde hair and a red, sparkly dress on. She was shopping. But when she caught him staring at her, they instantly fell into deep love and got married. Deseda went to the gym and lost a lot of weight. They made their own business selling home-baked goods and made plenty of money, enough to buy a nice family house. After that, they decided it was the perfect time to start a family and soon had their first daughter. She was born in the bushes. She grew up for a love for nature and always one with nature. That's the end of podcast three. Come back for podcast four. Okay, guys, now it is podcast four time. So we were up to when Ella was born, when 
Ella was born and she wanted to become most known with nature. When Ella was four, her younger sister Hannah was born with bright blonde hair, just like her mother's. She was always a happy little girl and enjoyed painting, playing with dolls and making friendship bracelets. Although both Ella and Hannah were both bullied at school for the names they for the way their names were spelled. If you guys because you guys can't read the story, their names were spelled Ella is spelt E L L A Q H G T R. But pronounced like the regular name, E-L-L-A. Hannah was spelled H-A-N-N-A-H-J-K-L-O-P-R, but pronounced like the regular name, H-A-N-N-A, Hannah. I mean, with H on it. So anyway, where they names spelled and why they were still pronounced like the regular common name, Ella and Hannah. They had a good life until one day on Hannah's eighth birthday. She was blowing out her eight candles while all of her friends sang, Happy birthday, dear Hannah. Hannah had a fairy rainbow-themed birthday party with all of her friends. They played games, ate fairy bread, and many more. And now it was everyone's favorite time of the party, eating cake. Hannah's mum walked into the room and handed Hannah the knife so she could cut her cake. Be careful, honey, said her mum in a soft voice while she was making the first... Hi, guys. Welcome to Podcast 4. This is going to be probably the longest one. It's going to take a while, so... Um... From all the party house. While Hannah was running inside, she faintly heard footsteps. Someone walk in the door and she got a fright and picked up the knife. Don't move or I'll throw this knife, she shouted. Hannah wasn't scared anymore because she knew that if someone tried to hurt her, she could throw the knife and she wouldn't miss. Hannah had been taking archery lessons since the age of four and a half, so she had an amazing aim. She heard another footstep towards her, so she threw the knife with all her might at her own mother without knowing, and even five years later, she had still kept the secret, and her entire family all thought it was a break in murder. And over the years, she had dyed her smooth, shiny blonde hair to a black, crusty dark, and she changed her entire style. The family had begun going to therapy lessons, and DeSada lost his job. That all changed when DeSada and Ella made the decision together to, to adopt out Hannah. Sorry about that. To adopt Hannah because she was such a nuisance to the family and she was costing them a lot more money with her hair dye that she bought every week. So Hannah moved to a new family and she moved on from her goth stage and forgot about her old family. She went to therapy classes and completely cleared her mind and now she can't do anything for her old life or killing her mother. And she dyed her hair black to a luscious blonde and now she has a great worry-free life. Yeah. Back at the Dowden house, DeSada got a new job and found a new wife, although she was actually just a gold digger and didn't actually love him. He still married her, which made Ella mad, so she moved out and started her own family with a nice man named Jeremy. Ella had 17 children, but she could manage because as her husband was a movie star and the family had their own new TV show, so they made quite a large amount of money. And a few years later, they all decided to have a family reunion and they forgave each other and became a family again, if that's what you like to say. So, um, that's pretty much the end of my podcast, guys. Um, so I'm going to ask t- two people how they like my story. The first is Anka. So I think that she did an amazing job. He's very just for language, very intense, very, like, thrilling, very, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? Yeah. And, like, very, like, intense, like, oh, my God, a girl killed a mother. So she must be pretty good at archery. I love her imagination and her life. Like, I love the names. Okay, that's all now. And, oh, my God.
that's all for now. Now it's Hannah's turn. Um, so guys, if you don't know, the Hannah in this story is pretty much based off this Hannah that you're about to hear. And I, I just admire how she actually describes me as a character. I'm really thankful, and like I'm just so happy about this because she's really nice. And yeah. Okay. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Just a disclaimer, guys. That last one, at the start, I accidentally said that it was podcast four, but it was actually podcast five, the last of the five, which you should have worked out by now. But anyways, bye, guys.